<laughs> Man, it's been like so long since we've all three hung out together. It really has. It really has. I mean, Dylan and I hang out all the time. Oh, oh <laughs> you okay. guys just leave me out, okay? I send the night mental. Block. Why do you think this room is uh, soundproof? <laughs> Oh, uh, hold, on. Oh. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bingers Anime Edition. As always, I'm your host, Mo. And I'm Maddie, and we're just a little podcast that's about talks about different animes with our fellow weebs out there. But this week we have something special, so Mo, do you kind of want to talk about that? Yeah, last week we kind of hinted at something very special, something very first for Bingers Anime Edition. Yeah, so this week we have a special guest with us. So, Dylan, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm Dylan. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I told you I was nervous for this. It's okay. You're it's okay. fine. You're fine. You can be nervous. It's good. Totally fine. Do if you, good. If you've ever listened to our first episode, you definitely know. I have. You know. Yeah. So this is going to be a first for us because we're trying to figure out this mic equipment and I'm literally just sitting between the two mics and switching back and forth. So this will be a good time. But it, it, it's going to work out. It's going to be it's great. Gonna be it's going to be so much fun. So Dylan, do you kind of just want to talk about like how we know each other and stuff well we all met each other pretty much at our old place of work well i still work there but only for a couple more weeks because i actually just got a job at the er wait did you really i did that's awesome yeah that's exciting i still have to pass boards but yep my brother got me a job there so i'm pretty excited hell yeah Mm -hmm. so like what are you kind of gonna be doing like everything i can i've never done cpr on someone so i'm gonna love to do that so like when people talk about like trauma and stuff they're always like oh that's awful but no like if someone's dying that's where i want to be it's kind of weird like i love blood dude we're all a little bit weird here okay it's okay like we like the dark stuff which is why we watch a lot of anime i mean we also talked about getting body pillows last week so you know you know (laughs) that is true i remember that (laughs) (laughs) we talk about that a lot actually but it's weird because like i don't want someone to die but it's more of like i i like the opportunity to learn you like that, like adrenaline? Type? Yeah, like I just want to learn and be in that position. So I don't know. I, just, I love learning. I realized that like through school and stuff. It's like I don't want somebody to die, but I want to be in that rush. Yeah, it's we- it's a weird way to put it, but yeah. Yeah. So to clarify, Dylan is a nurse. I'm a nursing student. This is, I'm not just really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I just, he just graduated. Like, goes to the ER. He's like, let me do CPR. No, yeah, like that's one of the things, and like you realize that like you love needles and stuff like i love being poked with the needle and stuff i love giving people shots and stuff like that it's so cool that's awesome though when you can find something that you really like like that wait wait we're not going to talk about the fact that he loves being stabbed with needles like i've had lo- hey, i've had people go weird people out there my dude yeah people go up to me like wait do you do drugs or something I'm like no i just i'm a nursing student and we practice with needles and stuff like that like if you go somewhere go to the, like walmart or something you'll see with someone with a big vein you're like, like one of those like kids that used to like stick needles like right under their skin and stuff i did what? do that what? i did that on people my finger <laughs> i oh yeah yes. like you take like a thumbtack or something like that and you put it you underneath it right under the, the yeah. skin and yeah. you can like see it through your skin Wait, wait, seriously? Yes, this was a thing. You never did that? No, I didn't do I that. I feel like that was a normal thing to do. I was I was a wimpy child. 
I, I was, for lack of a better word, I was a total pussy as a kid. <laughs> I was, which is kind of surprising since I was such an aggressive, like, athlete. Like, I literally would just, like, kick and hurt people and crush people's testicles. And, like, <laughs> that was what I did when I played soccer. But, no, I never stuck needles under my skin. <laughs> it no, was there, never a feel. There were, like, a few of those kids in, like, elementary school and stuff that would, like, literally do that. Like, they'd stick uh, lead underneath their skin and stuff like that. <laughs> I used to take mechanical pencils and yes! take out the lead and pretend I was giving myself a shot. <laughs> I mean, I've done that, but um, I also one time stabbed one of my friends with a mechanical pencil and the graphite got stuck in her skin. You can still see it. That was sophomore year of I high never school. did that. That sounds exactly like you, Maddie. Yeah, you want to know who it was? <laughs> so Dylan, kind of want to tell us how you got into anime? Uh, honestly, like my brother Taylor watched all like Dragon Ball Z and stuff and as a little kind of kid you're like oh that's kind of cool but then like I started to watch like Hour to the Last Airbender and the old Teen Titans not the Teen Titans Go I'm like oh don't get me started on Teen Titans Go but like stuff like that especially Avatar before just now randomly got so popular but like stuff like that I'm like okay that's cool that's cool and then I slowly just started watching like a tiny bit of Dragon Ball Z I'm like okay I like that. And then I got a Funimation account. And I was like, okay, I like this. And I got my Crunchyroll account. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm a weeb now. Yeah. And then, like, obviously, like, I watched dubbed first. But then I watched that for so long. And then I realized that, like, I know there's a whole controversy between dubbed and subbed. And, oh, my gosh. We've talked about that yeah. so much on this podcast. I mean, you guys, you know our stance on it. It's like, we're like, eh, you know, either well, one is it's great. It's either like, hey, what do you watch? Oh, I watch dubbed. Oh, I watch subbed. What you do? I, no, I read manga. It's like stuff like that. I'm like, it doesn't really matter. But like now that like I watch subbed, you can watch anything. Yeah. Really? It's not oh, like, yeah, yeah it's, you're it, not limited to you're not limited. And it's kind of weird because like I'll watch something and subbed and love it and then I'll watch it in dubbed. I'm like these, this, these voices. It's I know what they're saying, but for some reason, it just it's so weird. Yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah, okay. I mean, there's definitely some animes where I'm like, mm, I definitely prefer this. Like Attack on Titan, I love the the sub way more, but I've watched the dub multiple times. Yeah. But like Miraniki, Future Diary, which I don't think you've seen. No, but I haven't. There is no way you can watch that sub because there's way too much text on the screen at any one time. Like, remember Mo, when we oh watched that? Gosh. We watched about halfway through of it in subbed, and then I was like, we have to switch to dub because I have no idea what's going on. Because yeah. like... <laughs> like, there'll be diary entries and like, the no, I kid you not, the entire screen will be covered in text and you have to read it in like but a second. But they won't like explain what the text say or like, they'll just un- go do something and it's like what just happened like, yeah. which I definitely like the sub better because they didn't sound like they were adults they sound like actual middle schoolers which was their age but there was no way I could comprehend what was going on so yeah. it's like we had to switch but like uh, obviously like stuff. it's hard to convert like if you start a show dubbed and then midway through oh, midway through it's hard to switch to sub yeah, exactly, because like exactly. also my favorite one anime. i actually find it harder to switch from sub to dub now i get that that oh, that yeah, would same, be that same. would be a lot harder I, I can do it if it's from dub to sub but from sub to dub i can't do that i agree with that yeah because like my favorite one my favorite anime is one piece so like obviously that's so long so when i caught up to where the dubbed stopped i didn't watch it for a long time and so i was like you know what i I really like the show, so I'm going to continue to watch it. And that's what actually got me into subbed. My Hero, I watched that dubbed. Yeah. And, like, stuff 
all shows are subbed, but there's just some that I'm like, I've already seen all of it dubbed, I'm, and I like it, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep watching it like that. Mostly, like, I try to watch it, like, dubbed because I like to be able to do things, like, yeah. while I'm watching it. Yeah. Because, like, with sub, you know, you have to pay attention because, like, I don't know Japanese, and so it's, yeah. you know. But, I mean, if they don't have it dubbed, I will watch it subbed, but my main MO is dub. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just like anime. (laughs) Not gonna lie. If I was fluent in Japanese, I'd probably just watch it all in Japanese, but I'm not fluent in Japanese. And I'm lazy. I know this probably happens to so many people, but like when people are like, because I have a One Piece sticker on my car, like, oh, what's the sticker in your car? I'm like, it's a One Piece sticker. It's an an anime. They're like, anime? That porn stuff? Like, (laughs) I'm like, no, that... Hentai! That's hentai. They're like, I thought anime was the porn. I'm like, no, no, that's like no, 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 no. Yeah, it's like oh, I love that. Like, so those are always fun conversations. Yeah, we talk I mean, about Boku no Pico way too much on this we podcast. Do. You guys talk about uh, Food Wars too. I'm like, I should, love food I'm like, wars. should I watch Food Wars? Dude, or like they watch make, food I was like, wars. they make it sound fun, but I'm like, dude, I've <laughs> never wanted to cook so much in my life, and I've never been like so turned on watching a sh- anime. <laughs> I don't know. It just makes me want to like eat. When I watch Food Wars, it makes, it makes me, me want to go uh, cook the food that they make and then eat it. You know, I'm I'm just like sitting there eating like uh, rice bowls and stuff like <laughs> while watching Food And Wars. some shows their food looks so good. I so know, right? <laughs> but yeah, so Dylan actually has a lot of merch, like anime merch, comparatively to Mo and I, who has none. <laughs> I have a few like, not dolls, but they're like what little... What are they called? The, the pops. Yes. Yeah, the, the pops. I have pops and then... Do you have I, any figurines? I do. I have a uh, a giant Zoro from One Piece, and then I have Sasuke, Ooh. obviously from Naruto. So. We were talking about that last night. <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. one of those. Have and, you seen those videos of like Naruto saying Sasuke in different languages, or just like all the different dub, like the different? No. <laughs> oh it's gosh. so freaking funny. You gotta go watch it. Like my favorite is the German. He goes Sanzo Sasuke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was watching one from Neo Genesis last night, and. It was a scream, and then freaking like the guy does the Italian scream, and literally he's like, "Whoa!" whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was like, the Mario like scream. It literally sounded like Mario, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> it was really. I didn't funny. even know they made a German version, or whatever. Yeah, of I it. didn't either. <laughs> well, I was watching the whole uh, Death Note, you know, lights laugh in different oh, yes. languages. Oh, okay. Which one is you it? Know? The Hungarian one, which is just like <laughs> insane. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the Italian one. The Italian one, he went for it, dude. Like, I was sitting there, and I was like, that's kind of terrifying. Ah, <laughs> oh, that'd be weird. There were some of the, uh, those that were like, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> like, what? That's me laughing. Let's but be honest I, I here. Don't, I don't know. Like, my favorite was, like, when the Mexi- Mexican one, and it was like, yo soy Kira. <laughs> I was like, hmm. See, Dylan and I are over here. I'm like, I can't speak Japanese. No, no, to save my I life. Can't. This is why most. I mean, here. I've picked up like few Japanese phrases over my years. Of, Konnichiwa like, and Kawaii. Nada and you know, Nani. The only one I've really learned is like Kawaii because I like I'll look away and they'll say Kawaii. I'm like, oh, who's cute and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Wait, I do that. Who do I need to say <laughs> at right now? Yeah. <laughs> it's like some phrases will like pop up and stuff like when I'm watching sub and I'm like, I already know what that is yeah. before the sub comes up. I'm trying to remember how we realized we both watched anime because it was in high school well when we were in Nani. high school but like how did that happen i don't know i know that mo talked to you first before i did about it 
Because you came up to me and you were like, Maybe. you don't like Asta. And like, you're like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I remember I, that I now. I vaguely remember this. Like, you came up to me very aggressively in the middle of, like, work and you were like... You don't like Austin. I'm like, who the? What, why are you yeah. talking about anime <laughs> I, in the middle of work right now? I do remember that, but anime is it's so it's so weird because when you find people to talk about it, you can talk all day long, but no one goes around saying, "Hey, do you watch anime?" No, no one does this. Or like, "Hey, I watch anime. Come yeah. talk to me. Come talk to me. I'm lonely." <laughs> so like, even though like we worked together, we didn't know we all had it's this. Like, like for the first like three years that we all worked together, none of us knew that we all watched anime. Yeah. Well, like we went the other day to Egbert's, and like apparently everyone there and their dog was watching <laughs> anime. So we were literally just watching videos on the counter. I know. The only person I know of who else does is Dylan. Yeah, Dylan. Dylan. There's two Dylans it. that work with us. So there's me, and there's another one. I know he, he watches watched. AOT, yeah. and then I know that Kalen does, and a couple other people. I forgot about Kalen. Yeah, he does. Oh, I might need to edit. Should we edit out those names? No, they're, they're never fine. gonna listen. They're never they're gonna fine. listen. <laughs> you guys got a call out if you're listening right now. So congrats <laughs> to y'all. It's a great first job. Oh yeah, for sure. But I feel like everybody reaches their li- no matter where you work. If you know it's not meant to be, you reach your limit, and then. Like, for me, I worked there, it's 2002, I think I've worked there for almost six years, and that's a long, a long, long time, time. Well, to... Well, like, I was talking to this about somebody today, and I was like, you know, I would still be at Egbert's, and I would, I like, I think Egbert's is such an amazing job and stuff, it's the people there that really make me not yeah. want to be there. Anymore. Yeah, I agree, but I just, I got to a point where I was just like, one, okay, one, I'm glad I worked in a restaurant because that's taught me a lot. Oh, yes. Yeah, but same. two, I got to a point where I'm like, I don't care how you want your eggs cooked. <laughs> I don't want, okay, this is funny. So like, I don't care if you want your hash browns on top of your biscuits and gravy. <laughs> oh, my God, people are so picky. Oh, or like your eggs, like between your pancakes, but the pancakes, the waffle not to come out before it's warm. And like yes. if it is, yeah. you and yell at me in the middle of the restaurant and then I cry in the bathroom. Yeah. Okay, if you can't guess by it, Eggbert's is a breakfast restaurant. So for nursing school, there's clinicals. So clinicals are where during school you go to an off-site, so either the hospital, doctor's office, stuff like that, and you just learn. You know, do that for a couple days. One of my first rotations was at a nursing home, and they're like, hey, Dylan, I need you to go get this uh, residence breakfast order. I'm like, yeah, sure, I can do that. And I walked in, I'm like, hey, what do you want for breakfast? They're like, I want eggs over easy I want sausage patty and wheat toast. I'm like, are you serious? I left work to go to school to take the same order I would have taken at work. <laughs> it was so stupid. And then, like, you just reach a point where, because I, I felt bad. So it's fun messing with old people. Because this one lady, she was really mean to me. And she's like, hey, I need a menu. This was at the uh, retirement home. And so she's like, I need a menu. I was like, yeah, sure, ma'am. I'll go get you a menu. I never got our menu. Uh, We went back next week. Turns out she died. (laughs) (laughs) And so I felt bad. And then, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) It's not like I killed her, but it's just funny (laughs) stuff like that. And like there was this. (laughs) Killed her with your juju. Yeah. No, but there was this other resident and uh, she was my favorite. I'm not going to say her name, but uh, on my pen. Uh, that I take notes with has a light and a laser pointer and she had dementia so she's not fully all the way there and I'll say her name's Stacy her name's not Stacy but uh I pointed it at the laser pointer at her feet I go Stacy what's that and she was like ah ah I don't I don't know what is that I'm like it's just a laser pointer I got you 
<laughs> so it's just it's awful. You're but mean to old no, <laughs> it's so funny. Hey, if they get laughs out of it. Oh yeah, I everyone thought it. it was funny because everyone knows my personality. Like I'm not a jerk. I I love messing with people <laughs> in a very good way. <laughs> but oh yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I'm so salty that you guys leave me out. It's fine. It's fine. Well, I actually stayed that night at his house every once in a while whenever. Yeah, you I did. Need to, so you did. It's yeah. Great. Tisk tisk tisk. I mean, you can just show up. Their doors usually unlocked. It, it, no, they started locking it. <gasps> I still have a key. So do you really? Yeah. I For the longest time, I think you had a key to my house before I did actually. Really? Yeah. I should probably give that back. It's fine. Yeah, Dylan, <laughs> fine. did you move into a new house? I did. I moved out. How is it? It's awesome i love it Every... wait wait where are you living i live in Wausau. did you not know that what? no i didn't know that <laughs> i moved out yeah with my brother Dude, and a few friends i want to come over sometime you really should it's a really nice house i want to come over because i've seen that house on snapchat snapchat stories. yeah it's a nice house it's a very I nice come house because i just want to see the house yeah it's really nice i see the bathroom in dalton's tiktoks not no more since tiktok took away his views <laughs> tiktok let's not Ooh. make this another tiktok episode okay <laughs> so many of those <laughs> But yeah, so I feel like we should start talking about the show what we're show reviewing we? today. So, All right. Dylan, do you want to introduce the show we're talking we about We are today? talking about The Promised Neverland. I love this show. I actually really like it. I do too. It's definitely one of the best ones from the winter 2019 season that came out. So Mo, do you kind of want to talk about the production information yeah, a little bit? Yeah, let's get into production information. So The Promised Neverland is a dark fantasy sci-fi thriller that was originally adapted from a manga written by Caillou Shirey. Should I? Sorry, I'm going to butcher these two names. I'm so sorry. Dude, you're doing better than what we would have done. And illustrated by Puso... Puso? <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm going to butcher these names. These are the two that I've never seen before, and so I'm going to butcher them. Uh, Posuka Dimizu. The manga was originally published in Weekly Shonen Jump from August 1st of 2016 to Janu- June 15th of 2020. Um, the anime was directed by Momoru Kanabe, music by Takahiro Otaba, uh, and it's by Studio Cloverworks. The anime's original one was from January 11th of 2019 to the present because we are getting a season two in January of 2021. Wait, isn't the manga about to end? Yeah, the manga's going to end in October of 2020 this year. And we're also oh, getting yeah. a live action film in December 18th. Uh, I don't know if I like that. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, remember when we watched the trailer for the Tokyo Ghoul? Yeah, that one. It looked interesting. It, it looked interesting. I don't know. I feel like, okay, every time there's a live action, I always go, wow, this could be really good. But it never Death is. <laughs> Death Note, oh my God. <laughs> no Death Note, no Death Note. No, never again. No. <laughs> but yeah, you guys might recognize Cloverworks from their other animes that they've done, including Fairy Tale, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, Darling in the Franks, and the one that I've kind of been talking about recently, Balance Unlimited. Yeah, you like Fairy Tale, don't you, Dylan? I do like Fairy Tale. All I've, I'm so close to finishing it, but I've dude, never, I finished it, but I never finished it. It's really good. I need to you finish sh- it. It's like it's heartwarming. Like you know how it ends. You just you know how you feel like you're part of the guild. Oh yeah, and like it's just one of those things that you're like, I'm gonna miss this. Like, this has been, uh, I always this wanted been to my get, guild. Like I've always thought about getting a very yes, get a fairy tale tattoo. tattoo. <laughs> Why do I feel like that's such like a typical like weeb thing is to get like a fairy tale tattoo? I was in Walmart one time. I walked in. There was this guy and he had a fairy tale tattoo. <gasps> I walked up to him. I was like, I love your tattoo. 
I was at the lake this last weekend and somebody had a fairy tale sticker on their car. Yes. Oh my Wait, God. why don't we just get stickers for our cars? I need to get a bunch of stickers. I want a sticker for my mm. car. All right. Maddie, you want to take over the synopsis? Yes, I will. So the synopsis is pretty easy to understand for the most part. I decided to be a little bit more poetic this time. Uh, so the story follows our three protagonists, Emma, Ray, and Norman, where they live on this orphanage with 35 other children raised by their mother, and they're all under the age of 12. And they live their peaceful, seemingly joyful lives until Emma and Norman discover something sinister happening behind the scenes, and then... Pretty much they just need to escape because they're being sold off as like... <laughs> so poetic. And then, like, and then I was just kind of like, <laughs> fuck this, I'm not poetic. And then, you know, they realize they're livestock. And so they're just like... They're like cow. They're cow. And they're like, fuck, we need to escape. Keep in mind that all these children are under the age of 12. Yeah. And our three main characters are like around 11. So pretty much this show is like a mind fuck. I would kind of say. Yeah, because you start off... It's like it, child abuse mixed with like psychological stuff. Well, the, like, I mean, I wouldn't really say it's child abuse. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, they yes, literally kill them well, to eat them. <laughs> no, no, no. They don't abuse them before they kill that them. That's child oh, abuse. That, oh. That's not child abuse. That's just straight up murder. That's true. Like, they, they do live happy lives, but I mean, yet they do kill I mean, considering that all of this is pointed towards children, I would call it child abuse, but... No. They get better lives than most of the kids in our orphanages that are foster system. Probably, yeah. Until they get killed. <laughs> I'm just saying. But yeah. Um, Agreed to disagree. <laughs> Agreed to disagree. But yeah, that's pretty much the synopsis. Um, should we just get into characters? Let's talk about these characters, man. So, Dylan, do you kind of want to talk about one of the main protagonists real quick? If you want me to. Yeah, sure. Okay. I, Take it away, Dylan. I'll talk about Emma. She's easy to talk to. Or talk about. Well, she's easy to talk to, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because she's, so, she's so outgoing and it's like... She's so, you know, I don't relate to Malt a lot of characters, but I feel like I can relate to this character because she can be so joyful and she loves to help people, which I like. I feel like I like to help people too. And she just wants to make everybody happy. And like, I love making people happy, but she's just so, she's the life of the party. I feel like wherever she goes. And then she's also a really good leader. Oh yeah, for sure. Like she's the one that's like, when we're going to escape, we need to take everyone with us because they're our family. We can't leave anyone behind, even though it would be easier if just Ray, Norman, and Emma just escaped. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Like, and she, her always... heart and her sense of selflessness is so appealing as a character. Yeah. And as always, there will be spoilers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we forgot to mention Sorry, that. Sorry, y'all. Got ahead of ourselves this time, but. Y'all should have known. <laughs> if you're still here, you know why. But yeah, uh, Mo, do you kind of want to talk about one of the other protagonists Let's real talk quick? about Norman. Fucking Norman. I actually really like Norman. I like Norman, too. Oh, my gosh. Like, his whole storyline was the one that I was like, oh. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, Norman, he is just that, like, character that you can't help but like, you know? like Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. he was, like, there were so many times in, like, the anime where he, like, sacrificed, you know, himself for everyone else Mm -hmm. and i mean how can you not love a character like that you know and like he did it like with no like hidden intention or anything like that i mean he's just such a he's he's designed as like the super smart strategical character from the the home because oh we didn't explain this part so the home they're in the orphanage is well we really didn't explain any of this well i did a terrible job with the synopsis (laughs) my bad y'all but pretty much this orphanage is called graced what farms grace field house or something. something like that and so there's this mom character that takes care of these children and raises them to be extremely intelligent and very smart because 
the smarter they are and the better performer they are, they're fed to these monsters that feed off of them. And they like their eat, brains. Yeah, and their stuff. brains and stuff. So the smarter the character, the better the merchandise. Yeah, I like guess. higher quality. Kind of, and so, yeah, kind of like how cows are. And yeah, stuff like and that. like Norman is. I think the best out of all of them because he is the smartest. He has the best brain, and but also like Emma's perfect scores, and so is Ray. So the three main characters are the cream of the crop in terms of pro, um, produce. Wow, that's not a terrible. <laughs> but yeah, sorry y'all, I didn't explain that. My B. But yeah, he is the very like he is not the muscle or anything like that. He's the like planner and the strategist and stuff. Like he's the one that concocts the whole operation yeah. to escape. You know, even though he doesn't escape. No. <laughs> Rip. Oh, too soon. <laughs> but like, even though like he knew that he was like, you know, his time was coming, he still concocted this whole plan to save everyone else. Oh yeah, he's he is a very interesting character. I really did like him a lot. But yeah, I'll talk about Ray real quick. Um, he's actually one of my favorite characters, but he's a total, like... He redeemed himself. He's, yeah. like, I don't know. He's he's very, like, backstabby. But, like, pretty much Ray is also one of the smartest kids. He's 11. I think he's the oldest out of everyone, I want to say. And he is pretty much, like, he's really good at, like, fidgeting with technology. And, like, he reads a lot. But he's also extremely blunt and very um, candid and very cunning. And so I'm not going to really spoil like what his role is in this, this show because it doesn't really need to be talked about. But he has a significant impact on the planning and everything going on at the yeah. house. So yeah. he's a very fascinating character. And yeah, he's like one of the smartest ones. Oh, yeah. He goes through a lot of I, I mean, he kind of goes through some character development. I mean, not so much character development, but more like reveals he's. He's not a two-dimensional character. There's a lot of depth to this character. Yeah. I mean, in this show, there's not very much character development, but if I had to say that there was one character that went through character development, it would be Ray. Oh, yeah. yeah. I also feel like this is only one season. I feel in the future seasons and in the manga, they do a lot of character growth probably throughout, but that's just speculation. Um, <clears throat> Let's move on to Isabella or Mom. 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 <laughs> <laughs> do you want to talk about Isabella a little bit? I'll talk about her. Uh, she starts off obviously as like, I feel like, not the perfect mom, but a really good mom, like oh, yeah. caring, oh, yeah. you, know, you know, nurturing, nurturing. Like you're hurt, let me help you. You know, you're my baby and stuff like that. And then it turns out she's just not really who you think she is. Very two faced. Very yeah. And then when they all kind of find out who each other are, she goes, "Well, it's nice to officially." meet you without you know pretending oh, that was so creepy yeah she goes now we're not pretending or acting it's nice to actually finally meet you and then you find out like she's evil and then near the end you find out she was just like emma but she stayed in emma i don't know yeah yeah i mean she i feel like isabella made the show like i think she was the best character she added oh, yeah. the, the thriller the psychological horror aspect her smirk her knowing smirk I like, yes. yeah I, I like how they take a good clean cut character like her very neat tied back you know but then the little things that she does that make it make her terrifying yeah, you know? yeah. like the little stares and the little smirks the, like side glance where she knows what's going on but she doesn't have to say anything in her or when she like pocket broke watch emma's leg oh god oh yeah oh yeah Oh, that was just the little things. See, instead. so there's child was... abuse. Okay, that's <laughs> child abuse. that's child abuse. Okay, you guys are right, but she literally like she just smiles the whole time doing it, 
That was so, it's so creepy. It's, I honestly, I love the parallels between Emma and her, you know, Mm -hmm. how though when she found out, you know, the secret like behind the big wall and everything, like she just kind of gave up, you know, she just, you know, yeah didn't want to go on anymore. And she just decided to give in to the offer that, you know, yeah the plantation gave her whereas emma was like no i'm gonna fight i'm you know i'm getting out of here one way or another you know whether that's in a body bag or over the wall which is really interesting because like they all asked like at the beginning what they want to do when they're when they first leave and emma's like i don't want to leave i want to stay and she was from i want to stay and help raise kids instead of and now she wants to just get away get away oh yeah i know it's just the show in general just does a really interesting job at showing kind of how like the characters whole, are trying to get out it's like a whole mind fuck well it really thing. is yeah. one of the things with isabel but like norman asked her right like at one moment that he asked he's like are you happy and she literally stops and like it's the first time I really ever, caught her off she surprise. was so caught off our guard and i was like I think it really was revealing. She's like, I love all my children. They're like my own children. And she just is ignorant. And she, she is like, she separates herself from the emotions of what's happening to these yeah. children. And she's able to live past that. But when she's asked if she's truly happy, she kind of just stops. She gives off a response that's like, she's never been asked that before. Yeah. Or something like that. And it's like that response. You're like, wow, she's not, not happy, but like, she's. You can tell she hasn't been in that mindset. She's been in kind of like this zombie phase of this was what my life is now. I mean, she's like step by step. Yeah. Yeah. And like she's 31. So she's been doing this for a hot minute. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just very. Since she was 12, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, this character, she is definitely, I think, what made this show. She won Best Antagonist of, what, 2019? Yeah. In February, Mm -hmm. when Crunchyroll did their awards, she won Best Antagonist. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, then again, Crunchyroll's awards, you know. They don't speak for the masses, but I think Isabel <laughs> I mean, was a very, she made a lasting impact on a lot of people. Yeah, I think in this next season, I think she'll play a really bigger role. I hope so. Role. I hope so. I think we'll get to see, like, in the next season, a different side of Isabella. Yeah, because that, it, was, it was the very last episode. I feel like she changed into who she used to be, and I think she'll be a really nicer person and, like, okay. As long as they don't kill her. I I think she will be killed. I I think she'll be killed off because she She's can't screwed up too. Big. She can't leave anyway because of the implant. So well, she might not get killed off because she still is producing really good merchandise. Oh my god, I sound awful. But like, and if you're thinking the mindset of them, some of the younger children that they left there, like Phil, he's a genius mm-hmm. and like. But still, he wouldn't even be able to go for another. You know exactly, but Isabella raised him. She clearly is capable of raising great children, even if she had this massive fuck up. But she can still produce a great product. I don't think they'll kill her off for what happened. I think they'll kill her off because what she's going to change into. That probably. That's what I think. Oh, no. I we'll can see, see that. We'll see what happens. We're speculating over here. If any of y'all have read the manga, please reach out to us and tell us how wrong we are. Please don't. I don't want spoilers. Well, I've never read a manga, but I feel like if I could read a manga, it'd be on this show. Dude, yeah. Sometimes yeah. I've read some mangas of some shows, and I'm like, 
I'm kind of glad I read this. Really? Yeah. yeah. Or in High School Host Club, definitely one of those. You need to read the manga, which <laughs> I haven't. But Demon Slayer was good. Well, Demon Slayer still has multiple years. They're going to produce some good stuff. I'm excited about the Demon Slayer. Have you seen Demon Slayer, Dylan? Yeah. Demon mm-hmm. Slayer is good. I like Demon Slayer. Let's talk about Phil, since he was Fucking brought up. Phil. You don't like Phil? <laughs> no, I love okay, Phil I so much. He's so cute. <laughs> that boy. That boy. <laughs> Phil. He was like one of those characters. You know... Everything is kind of a little bit like loophole mm-hmm. in this anime where, you know, it's like, how can a four-year-old have the same mentality as a 12-year-old, you yeah. know, and think like, be mature, like, you know, somebody's like, okay, there are these man-eating monster things that, you know, are going to come eat you, but you guys have to stay here because you can't make it over the wall. Yeah, maybe we should explain that a little bit better. Um, Phil is four. Uh, and he figures out that they're pretty much being fed to something. At four, but doesn't tell anyone because he doesn't want to be right. He figures something's off because all the older kids are not themselves. And yeah. so when he brings it up to him, he's like, yeah, I kind of figured something was off. But it's like, how do you, you must be really smart. To... Yeah. I mean, they hint at it a lot. Like when I was rewatching it, they're like, what's Phil's score and stuff? And he's like 260 and 300's the max. And he's four. So yeah. like, clearly he's the cream. He's probably going to be smarter He's going to be more intelligent than everyone else. Yeah. And so, like, I see, I, I haven't seen theories, but I've heard theories about, like, he's, like, the puppet master of everything. Like, he's the true mastermind behind it all, and I can see that eventually. Conspiracy like, theories. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to my UA deep dive of who the traitor is of Class 1A. Oh, my gosh. You've got, like, a whole book on that. Oh, it's right here, baby. I'm not going back Do to you know it. who it is? No. I know that's off topic. <laughs> I have six pages of notes about who I think it is. It's um, an analysis of who the character is. Really? He's broken down every single thing. Everything. And I'm actually going to do a review about it sometime soon. I'll, but I'll probably record something. Let's talk about the catalyst that basically started off this whole, you know, thing of getting out of the Wait, plantation. Do we, do we want to talk about Dawn and Gilda? I mean, we can. I mean, they're just two they're other. They're just kind of there. I mean, Gilda's just super smart. She kind of, like, breaks down everything. She's super observant. She's a very um, quiet, timid girl, mm-hmm. while Don's the complete opposite. He's a real mugshot, talkative, and loud. But they pretty much are taken in pretty early to help escape from the plantation. They're, like, the so. second group of, like, older kids, you know? Like, yeah. right under, like, Emma, Ray, and Norman. Yeah, they're, like, the first ones to know besides, like, the main three. Oh, yeah. And then there's also Sister Crona, who she's just crazy. She's, like, another mom. But she doesn't really serve much purpose. She's just literally insane. Yeah. She's the exact same as Isabel, but more psychologically unstable. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if we didn't have Sister Crone in the anime, I don't think it would have made too much of a difference in how the story went. No, yeah. yeah. Probably not. But yeah, sorry, Mo, do you want to talk about the catalyst? My bad. I interrupted. Yeah, let's talk about our catalyst. I honestly think that she's, even though she's literally only in one episode, she, I believe she was literally one of the most important characters because she's kind of the thing that sets off, like, you know... Sets it all off. Yeah, Emma yeah. and Norman being like, we gotta get out of here, yeah. you know? And that is Connie, six-year-old Connie. Rip, rest in peace. Gone so, but not forgotten. Gone but not forgotten. <laughs> I mean, I forgot about her, not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, Connie, like, she's just, like, this sweet six-year-old girl that, you know what she wanted to be a mom too and she so how it kind of works is they want like 
this uh, produce to be sent off. Thank you. At 12. <laughs> uh, you know, I feel so bad for saying produce, but like that's how they treat them. And they want the produce to be sent off at 12 because that's like top tier. But if they can't perform up to standard, then they get sent off earlier. And that's what happened with Connie. And so Connie got sent off to, you know, be eaten by these monster thingies and they she leaves her doll behind you know and of course ray no norman and emma find it and they're like we got to get it to her and so they run off down to like where connie is they're not supposed to go past the gate they go past the gate and so they're sitting there looking for connie and they look behind a truck and there's connie dead how do they kill them like i they See, that's this is something that I've always wanted to answer. I want to know how that flower works because yes. in each, I don't know if this because they stab the person with a flower, and I don't know if that kills them. But every time someone has died like that, it's with that flower. And so, like, they go to this the they pass the gate, and they're like, "Okay, we can't find Connie. We're gonna put the bear or the bunny yeah. inside the truck. Hopefully, she'll find it." And when Emma opens the truck, she sees Connie stabbed with this flower dead, dead and, very dead <laughs> yeah and then that sets off this oh my gosh and that's when they see these demon monsters, monster and things like, oh and another like, six-year-old and you know yeah. like the quality's getting bad and you know when are we going to get some high quality you know yeah meat and it's just like they're like we got to get out of here i can't believe that life is like this yeah, it's just, it's a really big plot twist because it starts off, you know, everyone's so happy. Everyone's just so happy playing, you know, kids stuff. You're like, okay, these kids have tattoos of numbers on their neck. That's a little weird. But everyone's so Nobody happy. Nobody questions no that. Nobody questions <laughs> that. And then it's so happy. And then, okay, now this little kid is dead. Okay, now there's monsters. Okay, these monsters eat these kids. What just happened I mean, in the like, first five minutes oh, of this show? That- because before this, the animation, the music, and everything is really upbeat. But then, like, this scene, like, everything. It, oh, they do such a good job of animation, of creating the suspense. And, like, the camera angle following Norman while he looks into the back of the truck and their facial expressions. It's, I really loved how they did the visuals like in this animation. They made everything, you know. Oh yeah, especially the people that like died, like Connie when they revealed that she had died in that whole oh, scene. Oh yeah, I, I literally like sat there with like my hands over my mouth and I was like, oh my god, like because it can go from like a really happy scene was, to a transition oh. of happy scene of kids of playing out in the yard, like yeah. a total three sixty. Yeah. 180. One, I was just, no, 180, yeah. <laughs> 360, <laughs> it goes right back. It goes straight around and right back at it. I, I also like the unique use of color. Oh, yeah. You know, you don't see too many, like, oranges and all that kind of, you know, in anime. I like how they made Emma's hair orange and, you know, I like also how it can be bright and dark at the same time, you know. They use the bright colors, but they kind of, like, mute them a little bit to where it's, like, like, you know that this is, like, a dark thriller just from, like, the animation oh, yeah. and yeah. stuff. But um, it can also, like, showcase, like, the bright sides, you know? Because there are, like, scenes and stuff where, like, all the kids are, like, playing outside and it's, like, bright and happy and yeah. stuff. And you're like, what? Like You're like, this- no, no, no. This yeah. is not this anime. Yeah. I love um how they use water dropping as, like, a major point. Like, anytime something serious happens in terms of emotional distress especially with norman there will be dropping water 
anytime that happens. When they find Connie's body, when he has his breakdown in the hallway after being realized he's yeah. been shipped out, like, and even when he like leaves, there's just water dripping, and it's really impactful. And then how they use like lanterns and stuff. They use the flame of the lantern as the lighting that lights up the room, and it's just I think it's very unique how they do all that. Yeah. Is there anything about the animation that stuck out to you, Dylan? I mean, I don't really pay attention to like too much animation, but I feel like for something, because this isn't a long anime, so I feel like it doesn't need like a bunch of like powerful scenes, like because I watch a lot of fighting animes, yeah. So it doesn't really need stuff like that big of a punch. So I feel like what it had, it it suited it well. I feel like when you know, like how in like Battle Shonen animes and stuff, they use like amazing scenes for like for instance my hero when deku uses like one for all yeah you know and i feel like they put those like scenes more towards like the terrifying things you know like oh yeah exactly Neverland, they definitely do yeah it's it's also more subtle and like the beautiful animations used whenever to create that suspense like the camera angles following the character while they're walking down a hallway the first person perspective which is hardly used anime it's used a lot in the horror genre. Yeah. Like in another, they did it quite a bit. But what was really unique about it is that they set it at the same height as a child. Because these kids are like 12, right? Like younger than that. So the doorknob is like at the top of the frame because that's how short they are. And it kind of just puts you in their shoes, which I thought was really unique. And I really like that aspect of this anime. Yeah, it kind of puts you like in the whole mode of like the anime. It like kind of gives you that feel to like... I'm in it, you know, and oh, I'm yeah. figuring all this out and like first player games and stuff like that, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, they also like they use the pendulum as like a different camera angle. They spin the camera around between people when they're talking and it's just and they do very subtle like camera rotations when someone's monologuing, which most of the time you just get a panel shot. In all yeah. honesty, like the whole animation and like how they like do the storyline and it kind of reminds me of like Western TV. Almost. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Okay, yeah. yeah. I can see that. I can see that. I mean, like, you take, like, a thriller, like, Western TV, like, we have over here and everything, and it just kind of, like, I see parallels between Oh, them. yeah, for sure. Like, maybe that, like, maybe you're on something because all the names are pretty much, like, English names. Yeah. That's true. So, we didn't talk about that, but you're right. Like, it's super easy for us talking about because we're we can like, say their names. Yeah. Like, but yeah, that's a good point. Like, yeah. I didn't realize there's a lot of parallels to, like... Maybe this is, like, kind of the anime that's going to be more, like, universal between, you know... Kind of, like, British Eastern and, like, Western and culture. Yeah. You know? Because, I mean, you can definitely see, like, the Western influence in this anime. Yeah. Well, like, they... I mean, a lot of times in anime, they don't represent, like, the Afro... Like, darker skin I was going to say, characters. yeah. Yeah. And in this one, there's, a ha- like, quite a bit of darker skin, like... I mean, Phil, for one. I mean, Well, I was thinking more of, like, Don. But, like, Phil, like, he definitely looks... I would say he's more Hispanic. And then, like, Don and, like, Corona are definitely from, like, Africa and stuff. So, why are you laughing at me? (laughs) She's Corona. Sister Crone. Is her name not Corona? (laughs) Sister Corona. (laughs) She's she's back. That's why it was moved to January 2021. (laughs) (laughs) She's not actually dead. She's coming back. Uh, maybe we should talk about music. Yeah, so Dylan, do you have anything to say about the music at all? Did I, you like the opening and stuff? I do. I actually really liked the opening, and I liked, I don't know the name. I don't know. Is there a name for the uh, song she hums? Because I think that's Isabella's very, Lullaby? The, that lullaby, yeah. That's really interesting, and that just, like, 
starts off with her humming and then i forget who says it. i think it was i think it was connie asked who uh she goes what are you humming and she just never replies and that's slowly it's slowly played throughout this i don't know i like that i kind of like how any with anything like creepy that's kind of coming up that song plays you know like yeah kind of like foreshadowing or like foreboding type you know like shit's about to go down yeah type thing when like i was listening to like the soundtrack because i was kind of listening to it a little bit before i came here it gave me very like tim burton like Coraline-esque feel to it yeah no not gonna lie i don't know who tim burton is neither do i you don't know edward scissorhands or oh, i know that i know the movies yeah does he make those movies yeah oh okay <laughs> edward scissorhands um the Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, Wait, is that the one with the creepy, like... Skeleton? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coraline. Coraline's one of my favorite movies. That one was a creepy Coraline's movie. Creepy. That's a creepy That's a creepy movie. And the music movie. in that kind of reminds me of just, you know, the music in The Promised Neverland. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I really liked it. I love the use of the sound effects during the entire anime. So, like, at the highest, most, like intense and suspenseful points they it's silent except for like the ticking of a clock or the dropping of water like it's very it just builds that suspense yeah. and it's like it, that simplicity yeah it's silent and you just have it's very western that's very done a lot it can in really like, set the movies. mood for the scene and i feel like that's achieved pretty good they I feel did like everything good. combines quite well together it's well produced for sure yeah i mean mamaru you did great my dude i mean that's i mean because he did anime is like elfin lead oh yeah he did do elfin lead and a place farther from the universe yeah i've never seen that one i've been wanting to watch that one i haven't seen it but i've been wanting to watch it because i've heard it's really good have you seen elfin lead no i haven't dude it's fucked up (laughs) if you um yeah this episode hasn't released yet but we talked about in their top 10 yandere because the main character is like psycho okay yeah that's also like kind of psychological thriller horror no i like horror uh, genres and stuff. So, like, I li- that's why I, I probably like this one so. But I've been wanting to watch another because I know. Dude, that... watch another. Okay, I will. <laughs> that's Maddie's one of Maddie's. I love ones. another. Uh, everyone's been telling me to watch it. And I love horror stuff. So and umbrellas. Like... You'll hate umbrellas after this anime. Okay. <laughs> Every once in a while, he'll literally send me like an umbrella emoji or something like a like, person. The in calamity an is about to begin. You know, and or like in like skulls and stuff okay. like that. And I'm like. <laughs> Quit making it, quit manifesting it. Like, stop. <laughs> I'm manifesting it into my real life. <laughs> no, like, this whole anime, it's going to be super confusing, but by the time it gets to the end, you're going to be like, holy crap. Like, and, like, I've watched it three times, and they hint at everything from the very beginning, but they, it's such a good mystery build up. It's okay. so good. You should watch it. It's yeah. like, you'll binge it. I can pretty much guarantee Okay. <laughs> So what do you guys kind of think the pros were for this anime? I mean, this can either be a pro or a con. I think the world development's very unique because they create this setting that's very, you don't know a lot, mm-hmm. but you know it's messed up. You know it's in the future. Because I think they think they're in 2015 this whole time, even though in Isabel's cal- Isabella's calendar it says 2045. Because all the kids are under the impression it's 2015, but... She like in her. There's multiple scenes where it shows it's 2045, so it's a futuristic sci-fi type thing. And hey, we're only 20 years away from it. I mean, yeah. (laughs) But like, they drop a lot of hints about what's in the world, and like, that's the that's unique. I'm interested to see how they continue developing. It's very like AOT like, where we don't know a lot, but also what we do know is 
well done. Like it's confined. Yeah. It's like we don't know a lot, but we know. I was gonna a say you know so much, but there's so you know so much about the inner part where they are, but the whole out world, like world outside, is just yeah. such so, a mystery. I think it's really well done in that aspect, but also um, I think, in my personal opinion, one of the cons is the lack of information. Like I feel that's why I didn't like the story as much, is because I some things didn't make sense and like they never was explained but i can tell that eventually they will be explained there's a lot of questions that are not answered that you really want answered like there's some oh, good yeah. questions that are but the main ones you're like wow i really want to know this oh okay it doesn't tell me this but you're like okay that's why we need a second season yeah, like, bring yeah, it to us <laughs> i feel like once this anime gets completely finished that it, it'll become one of the most like yeah. top animes you oh, know yeah, of sure. like this decade yeah oh yeah but i think one of the biggest pros for me was that they have we have a strong female lead oh yeah, yeah. that's right we do have, which is not typically seen in anime usually we have a strong male lead you know especially when it comes to shonen yeah and so having a strong female lead i i thank them for that you know <laughs> she's talking about emma she emma, emma is very strong and independent and very like doesn't rely on no man to like get her through the show and she's not just a well it's like lolly. even if ray and norman weren't there she would have been like we gotta go we gotta oh, go. Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah and that's really well done i also just really like isabella i think she is what made this show yeah hands down like I think that's the biggest pro of this show. Just everything about that character. We've already discussed it quite a bit. So I feel like she's the person that you're like, wow, I don't like her. I don't want, like her. They need to get rid of her. She needs to die. But then she turns into that person where it's like, okay, I like her. They Don't get rid of her. You're like, it's like she's, she's a too terrible good. person, but don't get rid of her because yeah. I like her. I like her in the story. She's a necessary evil. Oh, yeah, yes. for sure. Yeah. One um, of the cons of this show, though, that is that I believe it has way too many loopholes, like plot holes. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I think they might be explained later, but like we kind of, we might have talked about this already, but like the biggest one is these children are under the age of 12 and they're handling it like they're in their 20s. Like they are like unfazed, not unfazed, but they're not like, Freaking out and crying. Yeah, like for yeah. kids. I mean, they have little breakdowns, but for kids that have had lived a perfect life, they've never gone through anything bad in their life. They discover that they're livestock, and they're just like, we have to escape. And I don't know. It just, and the way they come with plants, like I understand they're brilliant, but I hope this is explained more further in the anime and like in the manga. It's explained because it's just. For me, that was my biggest issue. I'm yeah. like the whole time, like you're literally eleven. 10 and that kid's four and they act like they are like genius they have like, like the maturity of a 20 year old oh yeah, yeah but like brains aren't developed that way so i i'm hoping the sci-fi stuff will come into this and it'll explain it but i don't know we'll see maybe um is there any other comments you would like to make about the show in general dylan well i like what you just said but i feel like i feel like sadly that's not going to be answered because i feel like it's just like they're trying to make a show and that's just one of the things that they don't either have time to answer or they're just saying, hey, this is how it is. Accept it. Yeah, that's true. It's definitely like end game time travel. Yeah. You kind of just have to accept it and it's a really great show. That's just how it is because there's so many. Here's how I like I rather like because people probably there's so many questions that are, need to be answered. And it's like, well, we need to answer these questions before this. Why are they so smart? But yet again, Phil is 
four, five, and they do make him, I feel like, a lot smarter than how he should, yeah, how he should be. Well, it's like, I would imagine, like, of course, like, he's a four-year-old and stuff, and he's like, well, I kind of realized something was going on. I don't know what it is, but, you know, and then somebody tells him, yeah, there's, yeah, like, you, these man-eating there's things. There's these monsters they've been killing I would have been, like, yeah. terrified. He's I would have like, yeah, been like, take me with you. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. It was... I'm interested to see what happens in the future. I oh yeah. What do you guys want from the second season? I kind of I really want someone to die. <laughs> I'm that horrible. Not person. gonna lie, I do too. I really want. I don't someone want to die. I, I it's not like I want that, but it's something that I I feel is very likely because it's not like this is like Attack on Titan where everyone dies, but it's also an anime where people do die, and I feel like someone's going to die. Well, like an anime, for example, Fairy Tale. No one ever dies in fairy tale. Yeah. Except for like one character and was, it didn't make sense. But like there were so many times in that anime I felt if they had just killed a couple characters, it would have pushed the show so much farther. I see that, yeah. Because like, I mean, then again, it, it depends on the demographic they're going for. But for like our age and kind of like our preferences, this is like one of my biggest issues with like modern tele, like Western television. Everyone's just happy. Everyone ends up happy in the end. I'm like, this anime is not happy anime. Someone is going to die. Yeah. And I don't necessarily mean like a major character. If a minor character dies here or there, like that still just kind of sets the tone. Like, yeah. oh shit, like this is life or death. Yeah. This isn't just like happy life, you know? I'm just excited to see what happens back at Grace Field House compared to what happens now that they're outside. You know, like, yeah. I like to see, like, where they go, what they do, how they're going to survive, you know, because keep in mind, these kids don't have outdoor survival skills, yeah. you know, and so some yeah, of those I'm younger ones, see what happens. you know, what's, well, I don't remember the name, but the guy that they found like the Morse code for, on oh, the what was yeah, 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 I know who you're talking about. I can't remember. See, name, something though. that I thought about was like, okay, how does it say how long ago those books were made? Cause mm-hmm. I, okay. Cause I was like, well, if this guy's still alive. Where yeah. where is he? I'm like, okay, what if this isn't? Because I'm trying. It's so hard to picture this world that it doesn't talk about. So I'm like, are there different? Like, or just hear me out. Because like on this world, there's different continents. People do somewhere something on another continent that we don't agree with. What if this farm is somewhere else that these people don't agree with? And so he sent these books. I, I don't know. There's oh, like no, an I, AOT there's, type situation. There's so many different no, ways. I, does yeah, that make sense? I understand there's... what you mean. It's like very Hunger Games, you know? Yeah. Like there's different like, what is it called? Um, districts. Districts. Yes. And then like the 13th district's like rebel. And so like maybe he's from the 13th district, yeah. but he's like in the capital type of thing. Like very, I feel, I can see a lot of parallels to the worlds between Promised Neverland and Hunger Games. Yeah. I'm interested to see if it's going to take that approach or if it's like they get out and everything is like. Like, they travel, like, 10 miles, and there's already civilization, and they quickly find somewhere to go. Like, I'm interested. I think interested. it's going to be more of, like, Hunger Games-type situation. Like, go to District 13, and yeah. then start, like, a rebellion, you know, type situation. Like, they're for sure going to get chased a lot. And oh, yeah. I would not be surprised if some of the kids get captured. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would, I almost kind of want that to happen, like, some of the kids get captured, and they have to leave them behind because they have to get away. I think someone will get captured and then someone's going to interrogate them and that person that interrogates them will be Norman. (gasps) 
Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, that would be a big, big plot twist. I can see that. Like, Norman's actually being used as a pawn. Oh. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Oh, there's so much. There's so much that they can do that. <gasps> that's just one of the things about this because it ends in such a way you're like, what? Because the last What's time. Last time. The last scene you see Norman in is you're like, okay, he's going to be eaten now. And then you he gets see it. pushed into this room. A room. And then it's like. And then you never see him again because it's obvious that he, he doesn't die. Yeah. But he's there to die, but it's obvious that they put him in but a you situation. Don't know, like, what's ha- going to happen? Yeah. Well, you just see his face and then there you go. You don't see him again. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see what happens. They can do a lot with this anime. Oh yeah. And I fingers crossed. That's kind of one of my things like I it's so close to being really good, so I really hope they don't let it down. Like I hope oh, they don't yeah. drop the ball on it. I hope they keep pushing it. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, what are some animes that like could have been really great and just ended in like, like, like they a got meh. they stepped they like eh, didn't care. Um, let me think about that for a second. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know any animes, but I never watched uh, Game of Thrones. I heard that ended really bad. Oh yeah, Game of Thrones is a great example of that terrible ending. Death Note would be a good one too. Where yeah, like after, after episode L fifteen, died. like it just kind of. Oh yeah. Because um, that's the true ending. Yeah, if it. I ever recommend it to a friend, I just say watch the episode 15 because there's nothing after that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it actually ends episode 15. Don't watch anything yeah. after that. Well, Tokyo Ghoul is a good example, too. Great first season. Second season was, I thought, good, but it was uncanon. The third season tried fixing issues, and that's the, just a hot mess. The third season for that, it starts off very slow and chill when I feel like the first and second season of those are really like... <laughs> yeah, like whoa and stuff like that. And yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see what happens with Promise Neverland. But I have a question for you guys. Go for okay, it. Okay, okay. So as you guys have probably figured out, I like to ask some strange questions about like the show. So who in this anime are you the most like? Like who do you think we are like? So Dylan, who is Molly the most like, and who am I the most like? Oh, I have to. Tell you don't you have who... to talk about yourself. We will tell you what we. <laughs> I really, I don't know. You might give him a second to think about that. Mo, do you, you want to go first? I can maybe go first. Oh, okay. So, Maddie, you kind of give off, like, Ray vibes. <laughs> you knew it was coming. I knew it was I coming. can see that. I, you have a book in your hand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, give so off, you give off kind of Ray and Norman vibes. Really? Yeah, because you're kind of like that, like, planner. And, like, you're That's very, true. you know... I definitely have Ray's, like, bluntness. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then in Dylan, I can see parts of, like, Emma. Oh, yeah, for sure. Send oh, hearts. <laughs> You're like, yes, thank you. <laughs> Show me love. <laughs> I can see, like, parts of Emma, and then, like, I don't know who else, but... I mean, for you, Mo, I Ooh. really get Gilda vibes. Gilda vibes? Yeah, like, I can... Explain. Because, like... She's very like observant and very like. Is it the glasses? Intelligent. Well, not just <laughs> the, glasses. the glasses. But she's like very perceptive of everything, but also like not necessarily timid, but she kind of keeps to herself, which is a lot like your personality. But also, I feel like she just doesn't. She's not like. I wouldn't say you're not a leader, but I definitely think you're more of like the meticulous thinker in the background, like giving advice and working hard towards this goal, you know? Hmm. 
Okay. Like, and then like if you're an officer, you'd be like the secretary. Okay. Guild is like the secretary. Okay. So, like, oh yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? <laughs> That's probably the easiest way to explain it. Uh, I don't remember his name. What's the? Is it Don? Is that the guy that they told with her? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I feel like honestly, I'm more like him, and here's why. Because yeah, that's kind of the other one I was thinking of. Because but... I feel like, because he wants to help people, but also he wants to be put on this level where they don't think he's at yet, and people might underestimate him. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I feel like that's with. Like he wants to be taken more seriously. Seriously, yes. Before than before he actually deserves like, it. Like he can. He's not as smart as them, but yeah. he's definitely he can. He's trying. He wants to prove that he's up there oh, yeah. with them so i feel like that's more like me because like i'm definitely not the smartest but also i want to be for this is a good example i'm a twin so people love to oh, compare yeah. twins to people think oh twins they're the exact same that's not the case like so like my brother i feel like he's a lot smarter with me but also people might i just want to be seen as i can do it too and so oh, yeah. yeah i understand see i I kind of see Sister Coronos. Crone. 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 I don't think that's her name, but whatever. Crone. I can see Dylan being Sister Crone a little bit. I can see, like, if you were trapped in this world for that long, you would literally have, like, you'd be super caring. Next time you see me, I have a little torn up baby doll. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can see it. Like, if you were, like, put in this situation, I can see that your your mindset and everything would go in that direction. Yeah, probably. I can see that happening, and I can see you, like, caring about these kids and being, like, super friendly and stuff, but also you want to survive, and so you develop this, like, split personality almost yeah, to survive. Yeah. I can see that. Maybe it's the twin thing, too. But Man, like, I don't know. <laughs> and, Mo, no offense, I think if you were trapped in this world, you, you probably would... The same thing as Isekai, dude. Yeah, you'd probably be dead. You'd be, like, Connie. Yeah. You'd... Dude, I got ADHD. Like, I was dead when I was like four. Well, if this was actual school stats, yes, I would have been dead when I was four. I would have been the crap that they ate that they didn't want to eat. <laughs> that's just that's just true. Like, I felt like pre-algebra. Like, th- okay, I felt it twice. So, well, but, wait, and you're a nurse? Yeah, isn't that awesome? <laughs> no, okay, so I felt pre-algebra. I had to take it again. After I took it again, I was homeschooled, so I've never. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why I'm saying like I never did well, but I did tell myself because like nursing school is hard. So I was like, if I tried as hard as I did in nursing school, in actual school, I would have been a straight A student. Like it's no joke. It's it's hard well, crap. I mean, with school, like you have to be passionate about what you do. Yes. And so like you have like for both of you guys, I definitely think if you were. If they let you be more creative and do what you're interested in, you do a lot better in school. There's also, obviously, there's good and bad teachers, but, like, you can tell a difference between, like, a professor or a teacher that truly wants you to succeed succeed and do the best and will be there for you than most and, like, probably teachers. Yeah, than most teachers probably will. Here it is. Okay, here you go. Uh, if you didn't pick that up that sucks you should have been paying more attention and not there for the questions that you'll ask yeah that makes sense i mean if i was in this if we're going off of how we did academically i would probably be there till i was 12 (laughs) based off of how i did honestly it's just me off of my adhd like dude i was in the first grade and i couldn't read i mean in your defense i also couldn't read but that was because english wasn't my first language 
but yeah. it wasn't. No, it was Dutch. What? Yeah, they literally were like, "You can't speak Dutch anymore at home because it's a speech impediment." So, I had to go to a lot of reading school and summer classes when I was younger because I was very behind. In my I did a lot of summer skills. school. A lot of summer yeah. school. Me too. And then I discovered Magic Treehouse, and I read those books all the time, and I got better at reading. All right. And Percy <laughs> Jackson. Treehouse is like that was the Bob. yeah. We used to buy all those books, and then we were still like we were in middle school, still reading them. And my mom was like, "Maybe you should move on." And I was like, "You're right, <laughs> you're right." But um, yeah, I feel like that's pretty much Promise Neverland. Is there any other last minute thoughts you guys want to share? No, I no. think we've covered everything. And if um, people are like, "Well, they didn't really answer anything," well, that's Promise Neverland for you because yeah. there's so. <laughs> There's, there's a lot of questions. There's, the, it's just one of those things that there is. There's so much stuff answered, but there's so much stuff that's left unanswered. And that's the thing that makes you want the second season. Because yeah. it's not like... If this isn't the greatest in anime, it's okay. Because it's a very short anime. It has oh, yeah. 12 episodes. So it doesn't have to live up to the highest expectations. But... I mean, if I'm recommending this to someone, I would almost say... Hey, the new season's about to come out. I wait. would wait till the new season's coming oh, out. Oh, yeah. It'd only take three months yeah. for the whole thing to come out. Well, probably four. And then I would binge watch both seasons. Because yeah. we don't know what the second season's going to be like. But if it's just as good as the first season, yeah, then I would recommend it. Because I feel like how it's going to be is the first season is that tiny little sm- snowball that's rolling down the hill. Mm-hmm. And then the second season will be it forming into a big one. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Maybe it'll be so good and we'll get 24 episodes. Fingers crossed. Dude. Can you see that happening? I can see that happening. I can see that happening. That would be really Fingers cool. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But um, I definitely recommend this to people, though. If you're wanting to watch a kind of like very unique about children, a thriller, a horror, this would be the anime to yeah. go with. Because um, mm-hmm. I can't think of any other ones that take. It's very unique premise. It is. But... I feel like it's something that anybody could watch and anybody would be like, oh, yeah, that was kind of good. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, because there's okay, it, like even like my non-anime friends, you know, because oh, yeah. it doesn't have that, anim it it's anime, but it doesn't have like that. Uh, oh, senpai this, senpai that. It doesn't have the big, you know, boobs bouncing up and downward. Well, I mean, they're also twelve. <laughs> that's a good so... point. <laughs> I hey, really age of consent thirteen. I'll show that's now. true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you're fine. But it does have like. <laughs> If you want, if you wanted to start on a simple type one, I feel like you could do this one. I kind of want to force force our friend Lucas to watch this with me. Do it because what he'll he listens to our podcast. I don't know why because he hates anime, but he's very he's a great friend. He's really supportive. But I'm like I want to get him to watch an anime with it, and I probably he likes scary stuff, so I might try getting him to watch. This, this is a with good me. first one though. This really is because it's not long. It's it's twelve episodes. Yeah. And, and it's very quickly like, what the fuck is going on? It is. It's not one where you have to watch the first three episodes, first four episodes. To actually get into it. To get into it. It literally, you're like, the first episode gets you, okay, this is kind of stupid. There's kids. What the, there's a demon. They die. What? You're like, uh, what's going to happen? What? Okay. I'll what's watch going the, on? I'll watch the second one. Okay. What? I mean, I remember when I first watched this, I binged the whole thing. I did thing. too. This was one of the ones I binged. I did too. I remember because I started right before work one day it was, and then... I had to like go to work and the entire time I'm like I just want to watch Promise Neverland so then I went to bed and the next morning I finished it and I came into work they were like 
what did I just watch? It was just so See, crazy. I, I always find like little small ones like this at like ten o'clock at night, and I just yes. I just watch it all night, and then you just go to bed. You're like, yeah, what the heck, Maddie yeah. just finished Happy Sugar Life. Yeah. I've never seen that. You gotta go watch it, dude. It's one's crazy, <laughs> dude. No, like happy. Okay, we're gonna be reviewing this maybe. Eventually, we'll talk about like you get. I, we talked about it in the last episode. We talked about Devil's a Part Timer, but like Happy Sugar Life was a total mind fuck, dude. Like, really? I like Yandere characters, but this was a whole new level of like kidnapping small children and keeping them in closets, and then like raping people, and then like becoming sexually attracted to small children, and then like by the title, I didn't think what that's what it. <laughs> yeah, <is. laughs> I didn't no. think so either. And it's two girls. And it, it's like a girl in high school, and then like a girl in like elementary school. Like, and but there's a massive amount of abuse in it. Well, like you've never seen it. Yes, I have. You haven't seen the whole anime. I've seen most of it. Do you? No, you haven't. Yes, I have. Because if you had our review for it on the top ten yandere, would not have been how it was. Because you told me he she killed twenty people. She only killed three people. Only. That you know of. Dude, I watched the whole anime. Dude. But, like, they they portray I abuse. I more people than that. She didn't kill hardly anyone. I remember her killing I was very people. disappointed. Her aunt <laughs> killed a book. No, her aunt didn't kill anyone either. Her aunt's just crazy. But, like, oh, so many people get killed. And then there's, like, it portrays abuse very interesting. Like, it was interesting. And the effect it has on small children. So, like, it's a nice contrast to Promised Neverland, which shows children in a beautiful life. And like very joyous, they get stuck in it. That they find out their life is terrible. Whereas Happy Sugar Life is all these kids are extremely abused from a young age, and they're trying to make their life happy, and uh, they go in okay. a really fucked up way about it, well, like Stockholm syndrome, in some cases, okay. or just beating people <laughs> up. Well, because like the six year old or... believes like, like the whole thing. It's it's, it's exactly Stockholm up. syndrome. Uh, uh. I don't want to talk about it. It sent me to a bad place that weekend. It was just it messed me up. Oh god. Uh, well, maybe we should get into our music recommendations yeah, for this so, week. Um, Mo, do you want to go first? Yeah, let's. My music recommendation from this week is one that I kind. It's an anime that I started a while ago, and I got about like halfway through it, and then a lot of stuff happened, and so I quit watching it. But I really liked the opening. It's the opening to Twin Star Exorcist. Oh my gosh, you talk about this a lot. I. D- it's a really the good opening's one. good though. I haven't heard the opening in a long. Twin Star Exorcist. It's called Valkyrie, and it's by Isuka Otome. Wait, that's the one that's Valkyrie. Valkyrie. It's been yeah. on my playlist forever. I have no idea what the anime. Yeah, Twin Star Exorcist. Anime? I think I've only seen like the first ten episodes of that. I Wait, th- you've seen this anime? A very long time. I never finished it. I think it's I really good. It. I want to finish it. I've but... never finished it. Every time I cross it, I'm like, hey, I always started that, but I haven't finished it yet. But I feel like that's me on like so Further many. Further down the road. But yeah, um, I'll definitely check it. Like I've definitely listened. It's a good. It's a bop. It's definitely a bop. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It's on my playlist. Um, I'll do my rec real quick. Um, you'll like this one. So me and Dylan have watched Assassination Classroom, and yes. I love Assassination Classroom. I've never cried so much before in I my cried. life. I cried. I literally cried for three hours. I didn't have after... tears. Like I cried. <laughs> it was so bad. Mo, on the other hand, has not seen this, and she's like, "I know how it ends. It's not that great." And so. You haven't, you, okay. She's literally watched like the first two episodes and watched the ending. You can't get attached in first two Yeah, like, no. This is why I, when Mo is like, oh, I've seen that. And I'm like, have you actually seen it? That show has so much character development for each character. And then 
It's just so sad. I, I tried uh, to go back and watch it. I just couldn't get it's into sad, it. It's sad, but it's so happy. But I that's loved why it. you cry so much. I loved it. But um, one, I loved all the... I liked most of the openings, but the one I'm going to recommend is uh, Question, the third season. I mean, the third opening, which it's, it's just a lot more upbeat than all the other ones. It kind of sticks with you. Um, the last one, too, yesterday, which is the very last opening, it's talking about the countdown and stuff to the last day of school. And it just... After watching the sadness of like the third to last episode, listening to the opening again and reading what it says, like it hits different. And oh, so okay. I like those. Those are my music recs. I guess two and one, but like <laughs> y'all should listen to them. They hit different if you've seen the anime, but also they're kind of a bop. Like I like listening to them. Now, Dylan, what's your music rec for this week? I really don't listen to a whole lot, but I'm just like we talked about it earlier. I'll just say I don't know the name of it. Uh, the Tokyo Unravel. Unravel is it the Tokyo Ghoul one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like that's always one that people listen to. Like, why do I like this so much? It's so good. Like, it's iconic. Like, it, it really is. Every... I mean, just like that little opening snippet and stuff. It's like anybody knows what that is when oh, it comes yeah. on. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, arguably, this is one of the best openings in the past. It's maybe not the best opening, but it's definitely one the, of the most, most recognizable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely most like, recognizable. It, like, if you play this anywhere, all weebs will come together. Everyone will look up and go. And, pa- and just <laughs> cracking knuckles. <laughs> and just cracking pop knuckles. Their knuckles. <laughs> no, it's like, I watch so many, uh, like, videos on, like, YouTube of, like, people playing the piano and, like, playing Unravel. And then everyone and just, And then everybody's like, like... That would be awesome. <laughs> you know? Instead of being that kid at school that plays that one song in the or, gym. Or, like, Sasagio. Oh, that would oh. be so cool. You don't cool. know how many people go, like, do, like, the they whole do salute the, thing. They do the when salute. When Sasagio starts playing. Oh, I love it. So good. Those but, are some good music rights. That would be fun to learn a song on the piano. I've never thought about that. Oh, yeah, like, people have played it for talent shows, and I've seen the video, and all the kids are, like screaming and yelling that are weebs and i'm yeah. like dude like <laughs> all the people that aren't are like what is this like but like i wish someone in my high school did that when i was in high school at a talent show and played an opening like that and i but you didn't watch anime well, not at the time but like i would have loved for something like that to happen where everyone's just cheering and screaming like yeah like get it because like i know now so many people that did even when we were in high school like i wouldn't have been i would have just been like yeah sounds good why is everyone cheering yeah but, but I feel like animes now has just gotten so much more popular. Oh, so, yeah. like, I feel like if you did, I don't know, it's hard to say, like, if you did this back in, you'd get made fun of because I don't know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's, it's definitely the like people who dressed in cat ears and hissed at people. Yeah. In the I never hissed at people. I wasn't one of them. <laughs> you but it's those people that's that, true. <laughs> <laughs> but it's those people that give anime watchers a bad reputation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, there's. I mean, not to be, like, mean or anything. Well, there's but... literally a clip of some news anchor being like, well, anime is for people that, like, sit in their room and jerk off to small girls and stuff. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, um, anime just gets a bad rep from, like, adults and stuff that just don't understand it, I feel like. But now, like, Gen Zers, especially in millennials, we're like, I don't give two craps what you think about us. We're going to like what we like. Yeah. Like, a boomer would be hard to find a boomer that actually likes anime. But... I mean, like, my parents don't mind it. I mean, that's true. Well, now that Avatar is so popular now, I feel like that's a good transition to, hey, if you like this, I mean, y- you might like this. I mean, I don't think my parents would, like, willingly watch anime by themselves. Yeah. But, like, if I told them, like, hey, watch this with me, they would watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I got my dad and brother to watch My Hero with me. And, like, my family's the I don't think my parents jocks. would do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. no. Can you see? I wouldn't want to do that. I just don't think that'd be... Well, like, Fun. doesn't D get... Like, literally, D's gone up to me and All like, D D thinks 
if you go up to her and talk to her about anime, she'll go, oh, is that the one with boobies? And yes, stuff that's like literally that? what she said to me before. She's like, oh, the hentai. She's like, that's pretty much just porn. I'm like, that's li- like no. she'll literally. Oh, it made me so mad. Like she'll walk up to people and be like, "Yeah, Dylan watches that booby cartoon stuff." And it, like, and I can hear, her, and it'll be like at e- e- Egberts and stuff. I'm like, "That's Stop. not it. At, that's not it at all." Uh, why would she say that? Like I watch. Well, I mean, okay, I watch the- Shonen. I don't watch fan service. I, I mean, <laughs> I definitely like Maddie the fan service. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie, but like, I mean, what doesn't make sense to me is like there's so much. Western television vests, literally just straight up sex where they censor out the dick. Yeah. But like you see full like boobs that like in anime, they usually censor that. Oh, yeah. Of, most of the time. Yeah. Depends what animes you watch. I mean, it doesn't leave up much to the imagination. But, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, so doesn't normal television. So like I don't under- like, understand like why people are like, oh, that's just cartoon porn. I'm like, you watch literal porn. Yeah. Like, especially Netflix originals, like, 365. <laughs> what? 365 is just basically porn. Oh, really? Dude, yeah. Netflix has this, I wouldn't call it, I don't know, it's called Devil Man. And that's. Devil Man? That's really. Are you talking about Devil Man Crybaby? It might be that. Is it an anime? I think so. Is it the one about the devil? It's this guy, and he turns into, like, this devil guy. It's, it's Devil, devil Man, Man Cry. Okay, so, yeah, okay. I was, that was really out there. I was like, okay, I can't watch all of this. I watched all of it. I liked was it. I haven't seen it. I liked it, but I stopped because... It's a little too much. Because I was on D's Netflix. So, <laughs> that's the reason I stopped. Well, isn't there that one really graphic sex scene that's, like, also extremely, like... PTSD-driven? Yeah. I don't know. I stopped there watching is, it, like, there's three There's a lot of those moments in... in- Devil May Cry Baby. It's kind of one that like you kind of have to be a seasoned, you yeah, know, like anime my, watcher. My friend Nash, to he, watch that. he was like, this is one of my favorite ever. Like he's like, this is one of my favorite anime. And I'm like, oh really? I'm like, I'll probably have to check it out. But then like I kind of read what it was. I was like, like it's really good really, and the story is really interesting yeah, and kind of cool. And, it's a lot. Like it's basically about the destruction of the world, like, you know, through like sin, kind of. Oh, okay. You know, but, like, it goes about it, like, in a kind of different way and, like, sin manifests and, like, devils and stuff like that. But it's really good, but it's just, like, the content in it. You kind of have to, like, understand anime to be able to watch it. Yeah, that makes sense. Otherwise, you're going to be like, what the hell is this? Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Another recommendation for y'all, like, check out Devilman Crybaby. It's on Netflix. You guys have probably already seen it with all this quarantine stuff. You've been bored (laughs) enough. But um, we probably should draw next week's episode. Probably yeah. Probably review. So can, can I draw? Yeah. draw? yeah, I want to draw. Like, literally Dylan gets the honor <laughs> like, to draw this week. When we walked in, Dylan was like, oh my gosh, it's the jar. It's and the we jar. were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess the jar is like, I guess popular with our massive fan base out there. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, All right, let's get the jar. Because like before you, uh. you you guys started, Matt was like, hey, we're starting a podcast. I'm like, cool. Uh. I'll watch it. He goes, really? Yeah, I, I, I like anime. I'll watch it. And stuff like that. And you guys always, okay, let's let's draw. And I just walk in here. There's a jar with a, looks like a bunch of fortune cookie wrappers. Pretty much. In there. It's like, and it smells like. Spices. Describe the smell, Dylan, for us. Just literally go to your spice cabinet and just smell it. That's, it smells like every spice there is. Oh, okay, don't. All right, mix it up good. Please draw Ready, happy drum roll, please. I'm going to draw JoJo. JoJo. JoJo is not in there. Because we have not seen it. 
Oh, Fire Force. Oh, yeah! Oh, that's, that's, a good, that's a good one. Woo! I love Fire Force. Wow, I'm so excited we're reviewing this one. I drew one I knew. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you, Dylan. You're welcome. Man, we're doing all mine lately. That's going to, like, cause me to finish it. It's good. Wait, you I haven't know. finished Fire Force? No. The second season just started. I know. Like, Did it really? Like, a couple days ago. <gasps> I didn't know that. I know, but, like, I watched a dub, and I'm re-watching with my brother right now, so I'm kind of like... I don't know. I'm, it's been very recent, so I'm excited that we're reviewing this. I'm, like, cradling the jar now. Fire Force. Oh, Fire Force no. is good. Y'all will like this one. I like I'm Fire excited. Force. It's a good shonen. It's... I... I am interested to talk about because rewatching it, there's some things I want to talk about, so I'm glad we're reviewing this. That's good. Yeah. All right, guys, and I guess that's the end of our episode. Yeah, do you want to do some social media plug plugs. stuff? You guys can find us on Instagram and Twitter on Instagram at Bingers Anime Edition and on Twitter at Anime Bingers. We upload every Monday, basically. Yeah, and please, please, please like, subscribe, review. We got a review. Like we got not a review. We got, five we got a five star Amazon? rating on, on uh, iTunes. Am- iTunes. What? <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I mean, this is a five star podcast. I right mean, now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> we're gonna get someone out there I that guess. gives us a one star just to spite us, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, um, but yeah, if you guys really like this episode, like, subscribe. You know, please review and like. Please, please reach out to us if you Tell happen you to be want. from Washington, Virginia, and you listen to us a lot. Can you please reach out to us? Because we want to talk to you. Because we need to find who you are. Yeah, we're very grateful that something, you listen to our podcast every something Monday. Something I've learned from them is they love looking at where their viewers listen from. listen from. I mean, we don't get like personal information like their name or anything. They're, they're, it's just like, whoa, this person from here... Well, like, we've keeps had a listening. few from like Australia and South Korea. Yeah, and, and it's stuff super like cool. That. Well, my yeah. friend Anika listens to it from the Netherlands, but she just listens to us fo- to help her fall asleep because our voices are soothing to her. But I'm like, okay, I'll take it. Well, hel- hey, I'm done. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey Anika, <laughs> sweet dreams. <laughs> oh wow, that was so bad. Like, <laughs> All right, guys, check us out next week. Yeah, and thank you so much, Dylan, yeah, for joining thank you. us. Thanks for having me, guys. Like, Hopefully it wasn't too bad. No, it was awesome. I had so much fun. And Our we'll first do this guest again. star. Like, we'll need to do this again before you leave, if you're willing to. Before I leave, I'm before not going anywhere. Oh, okay. We go yeah, back before to we go back to school. Just but let yeah. me know. Yeah, we'll do it. Do it. And if you guys like the guest star stuff, let us know, and we'll keep them coming. If you want we'll Dylan to make more appearances... Too. We can get to. I would love to be more appearances. Like I was telling, I don't, there's not really too many people I can tell, because my brother was like, "Where are you going?" I was like, "Oh, I'm doing a podcast." Maddie. And Maddie. And <laughs> <Mel>. <laughs> <laughs> was, What's our names? <laughs> no, because I was like, okay, I can't say Matt anymore. Well, no, you just <laughs> said. Oh, yeah. God damn it! Don't. <laughs> so much editing. Ah, <laughs> it's fine. Rose the jar. Rose the jar. <laughs> I'm, I need to put this down. Can you put this back behind us? But yeah, that's funny. So you t- what did you tell oh, yeah, what did your you... brother, Dalton, our famous TikToker oh, friend? No, uh, I said, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do a podcast. And he goes, what are you guys talking about? I'm like, oh, we're going to talk about anime. He goes, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, you can judge me all you want, Dalton. I might not we're have a, one million We're followers. a five-star podcast. <laughs> Take that. At least we didn't lose all our viewers. <laughs> Man. Uh, that was kind of mean. <laughs> well, it's not that they, I don't know, he showed me on his phone, like, it would be zero, he'd refresh, they'd be back. So it's like they're in the process of messing around. China's doing some crazy stuff. 
That's fine, because on my last video, I have 15 views. And I oh, you up, have a snap? I mean, a TikTok? I need to follow it. Yeah. I walked up to him. I was like, look, they didn't take away my 15 views. How do you like that? <laughs> it's funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you so much, Dylan. And You're thank welcome, you guys. guys so yeah, much you guys. for listening to us. Um, we love that binging. you guys listen. Our binges. I love our binges. Thank you, Dylan. You are officially one of the binges. Cool. We need to get more bracelets. Like, Dude. You can make them custom made. We should make bracelets. Because I always write Dylan was here, so I made it oh say Dylan gosh. was here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's great. We're going to – we actually are thinking about making some merch. Like, making T-shirts. Like designing some stuff, maybe buying – I'll, I'll buy a you shirt. You I'll buy a shirt. Yeah, we do. I think we should make a – we should probably get a Patreon, too. Yeah. Do you know how that works? I have no idea how that we'll works. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But yeah, guys, check us out next week when we do Fire Force. Yes. All right. Thank you guys so yeah, much. Yeah, thank you guys. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye.